Yo, Noah. Yo, what's good, Brett? What's up, man? How much, bro? You ready to do this? Yeah, I guess so. All right, so this is the Stay Ballin' Podcast. I got a special guest, my boy Brett, today. And we're just going to discuss, you know, Mike Tyson, um, that, that whole card with the Roy Jones fight and Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. But I do have an honest question for you, though, Brett. Yeah, what's up? What do you think about Mike Tyson starting a league for retired athletes who no longer play their sport to come out and um, pl- play their sport again at a high level and make money off of that. And w- what are your thoughts on that whole process? I think it's great for the sport because I think you look at boxing as kind of a dying industry compared to like MMA and UFC. At least that's what I compared to like, you know, me and my friends, like, we don't tune into boxing on a regular basis anymore. So you look at like seeing Tyson fight again and it, it drew a lot of interest, but then like the actual fight happened and you said at an elite level, but like, I'd like to question if it was an elite level. Exactly. For sure. I mean, and like it, what, what was more surprising to me was I was fascinated at, at for their age, I mean, you have a guy who's 54 and Mike Tyson and a guy who's 51 and Roy Jones, right? And they're both years removed from fighting now. Roy fought in, like, 2018, his last fight. Mike hasn't fought since 2005. Right, dude. And you look so, at the comeback, too. Like, Tyson was so out of shape, too, before he started training for this again. Yep. And, and like, I, I think, like, he his whole journey to – getting back and like, like he's a good father. Now he has like Tyson ranch where he sells weed based products. Like he went from having zero money to now he's like $3 million plus, like he's making it for himself. And, you know, I think for him, I think for him, it's like he said, it was, it was to prove he still could because before the fight, somebody interviewed him and was like, why are you doing this? He said, well, I'm Mike Tyson. I was born to fight. Fighting is all I know. But I needed to change who I was and go through those negative experiences to make me to make me be able to fight this new battle that I'm fighting, which is being a good father. But in order for me to do that, I have to get back into the ring and test out how I how I feel and like and and how angry I get. Like Mike was composed in the fight; didn't look like he got angry or anything. And to go back to what you said, like for sure, like I mean, I mean, especially compared to MMA. And I mean, like I think the issue with the MMA and boxing thing is because boxing is a sport where it's like, it, it, it's just your hands. Like you're not kicking or anything. And it's a sport that oftentimes doesn't have really exciting knockouts. People aren't patient enough to wait the whole 10 rounds, right. To go watch a boxing fight. So the issue then becomes we're bored, but you know, MMA fights are what, like three to five rounds. So much, much quicker. But then again, they're also, it's just more exciting these guys are fighting and like there's less rules in MMA. There's no gloves. There's no pads. Almost nothing is off limits, but you know, like for, for this league, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's good, but I think it's sort of problematic, right. In terms of a guy like a Nate Robinson who never, ever boxed before and needed serious medical attention after the fight. Well, I think, I think Nate Robinson was put on Nate Robinson and Jake Paul were put on this fight to generate views like this, this whole thing, like it was establishing a league and you needed to bring guys that were going to generate more viewership. 
because if you expose like Jake Paul on the internet, like, you know, it's, it's a lot of money. Like a lot of people are going to tune in for that. I mean, if you had like two up and coming boxers, like who's really going to watch that, that wasn't already going to watch the Tyson Jones fight. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think of the result of the, the, um, the Robinson Paul fight? That fight was honestly, in my opinion, more exciting than the main event. So sure. I'm, I'm, curious, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. Like, honestly, I 100% agree. And I, I would say, like, like, the fight was interesting, right? Because Nate came out firing and Nate's offense looked good. The issue was he was fighting flat-footed. He couldn't move on defense. Every time Logan, every time Jake threw a punch, it, it, like, it, it seemed like it came really close to landing. And that was because... Nate was just so hyped, like he pushed the issue so much that he walked himself right into right into knockdowns. Yeah, one hundred percent. It didn't really look like he had any sort of defensive plan. He was just going out there looking for the money shot. Right, and and like Snoop Dogg said it the best himself: "You can't play boxing <laughs> when you, like when you step into the ring." It's a war. Like, people can seriously get hurt. And, and like, I think Nate kind of took that for granted because, like, he's like, oh, I'm an athlete. But being a basketball athlete is different from being a boxing athlete. And I think he definitely might have gotten those two crossed because, like, he was, like, just leaping forward and charging. And then he just walked right into the right hook and the jab of Logan. And, you know, Logan doesn't have that much more experience. Like, he's only fought one time. But the fact is he has more experience than Nate. Yeah, for sure. I think Jake Paul went out there and actually had a pretty good showing. He looked like a real boxer. So I think, yeah, like you look at his his composure out there, like it was definitely some to, something to actually watch. And I'm curious to see who he fights in the future because he seems like a legitimate boxer. Like I think he was a little bit I, – I don't think he got a lot of credit. It was more, oh, Nate Robinson looked horrible. But Jake Paul can fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean like – for for him too, like his brother, it, his, his brother's Jake. So so the, the one that fought this time was his older brother Logan. But no, I think like, Jake Jake fought right. No, it was Logan, the older the older brother with the less views. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought either I way. Thought but, was, okay. Never either mind. way, they both they both fought. But I mean, and, and they both, to be honest, look good. Both the Paul brothers, right? But. The difference is, I think, I think with um with the first Paul, which the one who fought KSI, like his issue was, I'm a celebrity, so no matter what happens, like I don't think he took it as seriously as his brother, right? Like his brother's trained with the former heavyweight champion and Shannon Briggs. Like, I mean, the dude's taking it seriously, and you know, since his first fight, like I watched the first fight to the sec to this fight against Nate he improved drastically. Like, he was working on this every day. Yeah, right? for sure. And, and, I, and wait, like, I just looked it up, show. though, just to confirm, it was Jake Paul who fought over the weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Jake no, Paul, my yeah, fault. Just, just so we got that confirmed. But, no, I totally agree. Like, they can both fight. But I think, overall, did, did you check out the, the betting line before the, the game, before the fight started? It started out, Paul was like minus 300 and then right before the fight it went all the way down to minus 200. Yeah, dude, I saw that. I mean, like, and, and, you know, like it's, it, I kind of think, 
I'm kind of like just upset at people who like who thought that Nate could just go in there and beat Jake. Like I, I was just upset about that because like like growing up, like I'm not a pro boxer, but like I've done martial arts and I've boxed when I was younger, right? And like my dad boxed, so like you can't just transition from basketball, train for six months, and expect to go be a good boxer. No, and I, I hope he learned a lesson about just opening up his mouth. <laughs> because that's yeah. how this whole thing started. Right. Like, like I mean, I mean, you, you, you've heard the saying, talk shit, get hit, right? Right. But, like, at the same time, you got to give him credit for not backing out. Oh, 100%. I, I mean, like, and, like, it's like I said earlier, like, I saw good things from Nate on offense. Like, the punches he was throwing and the combos he was landing were good. The issue is, if you're going to land a combo and charge straight at somebody – you have to move your head side to side while you're going at him so they can't hit you. Yeah. His head is just a beeline right in front of him. I mean, what is Jake going to do? He's just going to throw a jab or a hook and knock you down, right? And, and I mean, and, and, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm also, like, kind of, you know, I don't necessarily blame the fighter fully. I sort of, like, blame their corner. Like, why didn't you teach him – a little bit of defensive technique. It doesn't have to be anything super elaborate, but like show him like a pull counter, like, or, or like a faint, like make, make your guy think you're going high and go low. Something simple like that to kind of, to at least just like create a, create distance between you. Right. Like they're both short dudes. So in order for them to fight each other, they have to get in each other's grill. Like they have to be close. You know what I mean? Their reaches aren't super long. So they have to really be up in you to actually get to actually get a punch to land. Yeah. Do you think? Do, what do you think of how coachable Nate Robinson is when it comes to being a boxer? Because we know he's got this big ego. Like we can see that with him calling out Paul on social media to get this fight going in the first place. Right. I, I, like I mean, I would say he's somewhat coachable. Like, I, like I mean, the the, the whole. It, issue with him is now it's like when when jake paul first fought right like we saw a sample size of him training with shannon briggs and with his brother and like really doing boxing workouts i haven't seen that many videos of how nate actually trained you know leading up to the fight except the video of him hitting a heavy bag right so so i want to see more evidence of how you train right because like boxing is one of those sports where like, I, I, obviously, when you're hitting a heavy bag, somebody's not hitting back at you, but it gets the quickness and the footwork down. So I would, like, I would want to see a more sample size, but I would say Nate – I would say Nate's pretty coachable if he swallows his pride and is, like, you could be a star athlete in one sport, but being a star athlete in football in college and basketball like he was in the NBA is a whole nother – boxing is a whole nother monster. Yeah, like I, 100%. And I think that this fight had to be a wake-up call for him no matter what because he got his ass kicked. Right. And, and like, I, I definitely think he's going to fight again. But I definitely think that if he does, he's definitely going to go into it and take it more seriously and actually, you know, put in the work to really do it. And and, and, and I, I just hope that he learns. Like, I, like, I was I was – what I was really surprised about was, I mean, we know Nate could take a punch. I mean, because those weren't soft shots that Jake was throwing at him. No, definitely like, not. 
And like Nate was getting hit. For Jake Paul, I see that Evander Kane, the hockey player, called him out throughout a date too. August thirty first, twenty twenty one, Vegas. That'd yeah, pretty, dude, I saw that'd that. be sweet. Oh my god, yeah. I, I mean, like you said earlier, like Jake Paul actually sort of looks like he could fight. Like, I mean, there weren't that many punches between them thrown in the whole fight that that landed. I think it was like, uh, Jake landed. I think it was if I if I remember correctly, twenty one percent of his punches. Nate landed eighteen percent of his punches. But like at the same time, like yeah, n- neither of them landed a lot of punches or have that much experience, but just the composure that Jake had in the ring, you could tell that he's done it before and he was confident in the punches he threw. Yeah. I didn't watch his first fight. I don't even remember. Didn't he fight some other YouTuber? Yeah. He fought some other YouTuber and, you know, people were like, Oh, it was kind of sloppy and whatever. But that's what I was saying. Like his first fight, like he, he sort of was sort of like Nate, but he was moving his head at least. So he didn't get like tagged too many times. Right. Like he was at least, doing a little something and putting his hands up to try to deflect. Yeah. So he's 2 and 0 going into maybe a fight with Evander Kane. I'm taking Evander. Yeah, I, I'm taking Evander right. Kane in that one. Oh, oh I, I mean for sure. I like like I see the the problem that I also kind of have with like this Legends Only League is it's like Mike Tyson like yeah, he looked good, right? So did so did like Jake Paul, Nate didn't look that bad for the very first fight. The issue is, though, is like, are these guys going to be signed to contracts? Like, you fight this many times and this and that, right? Because Mike Tyson said that the proceeds are going to charity, but, you know, some athletes, because of their egos and whatnot, they might start to feel some type of way and say, well, if we're putting our bodies on the line, we might want some compensation, right? So, how do you how do you feel about that, and how do you think that'll play out? Yeah, well, first off, Tyson definitely generated some sort of income from this fight. There's oh, no for reason. sure. I mean, yeah. a little bit for sure. Same with no, Jones. but I'm just. Oh no, I'm but I'm just saying, like you know, their that, that fight. I think they said total the whole the whole the whole card. I think they said grossed like at least like like at least like like a million dollars. So I'm sure Mike Mike obviously took some, but. But he's not doing it for the payday, per se. Yeah, I think that if this league is to be sustainable, they would have to generate income, and they would have to pay the athletes. Otherwise, it's going to be impossible to to find people to participate. Just people aren't going to want to put their bodies on the line for that. Right. Um, I mean, especially if it's older people like Mike and Roy. Yeah, for sure. I think that there there would be big problems if they they can't get paid for this because there's no way Tyson wants to put his body on the line night in night out if he's not going to be getting paid. Right, for sure. Yeah. Also, I mean, like, I saw Tyson said he he smoked weed before the fight. Yeah, I saw that too, and, and like, like I mean. I, I mean, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about him smoking marijuana before the fight? Hey, you know, I guess whatever gets him to go on the fight. Um, it's probably a little bit of advertising for his business right there. Oh, for sure. I mean, 100%. Like, and, 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 and to, like, go back to what you, you said earlier was, like, of course these guys have to get paid. And, like, I'm wondering about, like, shit, what if Mike Tyson fights, like, or what if Mike Tyson fights somebody? Or what if, 
Jake Paul fights somebody who was like a legitimate boxer in, in their weight classes, right? Because, yeah, Roy Jones won a championship at heavyweight, but he's not naturally a heavyweight boxer. Roy Jones walks around at, I think, like just under 200 pounds. So Roy Jones is like, Roy Jones's true division is like more like a light heavyweight, right? That's where he had a lot of his most success. So what's going to happen if a guy, if Mike Tyson fought a dude who hit hard like a Deontay Wilder or who was a former heavyweight champion like an Andy Ruiz or, or like a George Foreman even, like dudes who punch hard who are older but still have something. Like, you know, he's definitely going to need to be compensated for that as would a guy like a Logan, as would a guy like a Jake Paul who, you know, let's say he's fighting in the, in the, ones, in the 154 division. I mean, there's a lot of dudes who can knock people out at 154. What if, what, I mean, his brother wants to fight Floyd Mayweather, like, what if, you know, what if something like that happened under on the card and then Floyd ends up breaking the dude's jaw? I mean, people say Floyd can't knock people out, but the dude has half of the, his knockouts in his career. Half of his career wins are knockouts. So, you know, like, I'm worried about what happens then. Like, what if these dudes are really put in a situation where they just get hit and just, like, get slumped like Nate did? You know what I mean? And then what? Right. I think that these are... You know, definitely hypotheticals that could happen down the line. I think they had one great opening event, and we got to see what they can bring out for their next event because, you know, they had two fights. So we got to see if they can get more people to fight. <laughs> and one of the fights was the person who's the owner of the company. So right. we got to so, see uh, if they uh, can sustain course. and find more athletes because right. Tyson can only fight so often. <laughs> oh my God, for sure. <laughs> And, like, to, to be honest, like, I, I was – and, you know, like, the, I was reading up on this league, you know, like, I've been, re- I've been like, interested in it for a while just because I've heard about it and, like, you know, I see it all over social media and stuff. And I was reading up on it, and apparently it's even for athletes, like, who are on the court. Like, let's say basketball players even wanted to get, you know, retired basketball players, sort of like the big three league, but it's not exclusively to that, would want to get on the court and go play. But, like, I think – I think a big issue with this is like you said earlier is like one good event and you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You can't bank on having a really successful event every single time. Right. Yeah. That's just unrealistic. And, you know, like, and like, yeah, of course Mike Tyson is really intertwined in the sports world, but he's also not the only one who's involved. Therefore, you have to get other big names on board who are also athletes to either help sponsor some of these events or get athletes in their sports to come join you. And I think that's where they'll have the problem. Right. And we also haven't even addressed the watchability of the main event, because I think that <laughs> that's something that we have to address too. It, to me, I thought the main fight was pretty boring. What was, yeah, your, I what was your take on it? Oh my God, for sure. And you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I was just about to bring that up. I I totally agree. I definitely think like I think I actually think Mike Tyson fought the better fight. I agree. I actually think Mike Tyson won the fight. I think I, it was one of the rounds where they said Mike was hitting like Mike was hitting like 40% of his punches that were landing at, at one of the rounds. Like he definitely fought the better fight. And you know, it's 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 hard to fight a fight and go at a guy who's not swinging back at you. Right. Or who's being timid. 
Yeah, Which I, is, most of the fight, most of the fight was Tyson attacking Jones, Jones bear hugging him, Tyson landing a few shots to the ribs, them getting separated, and then 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 them doing it again. That was basically right. the entirety of the fight. For sure. And like you, you know, like and 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 to be honest, I'm kind of disappointed, and I'm actually more disappointed in Roy Jones than Mike Tyson because Roy Jones just had his last pro fight three years ago. For sure. Yeah, I Mike, Roy Mike Jones, Tyson. and I'm I feel super lucky that 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 got canceled. <laughs> yeah, right. And 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 like to be honest, like Mike Tyson hadn't fought in 15 years and looked. And I'm not saying he could fight in today's heavyweight division, but like he's obviously not as explosive or powerful as he once was. But like he didn't look like so much time had lapsed. Like no, for sure, it's especially early on in that fight, he was dominating. Oh my God. He like got a little first, bit tired at the end, but he was dominating in those first couple rounds. Oh my god! And like, and like, I was honestly scared, dude. Like, because like, I mean, Mike was th- like, I, I, after that fight, I went to go back and I watched some of Mike's clips, like when he was putting people down, bro. And I'm like, like his head was moving more in this fight than it's almost ever moved before. Like, he, I mean, Roy could not touch him, dude. I was watching like. Roy's throwing right hooks, and like I think Roy might have tagged him with like one or two real good hooks to the he- to the head. But Mike Tyson was staying low and just charging forward, and I'm actually surprised they called it a draw because yeah. I was looking at the cards, and most of the rounds they had Mike up. So I agree. You know, yeah, like- I-, I thought Tyson won that fight, and yeah, I think that question. I think that brings up a question of the legitimacy of those judges was it supposed to be a a tie right what well, was it staged in some sort of manner and like and see i'm also i'm also uh, it's also interesting to me too right because the way the fight was sanctioned it was supposed to be hard sparring right that's the thing it was supposed to be no knockouts they shortened the rounds the, they said that they had to pick judges who were former boxers to 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 score the fight but then it's also being sanctioned by the IBF. So it's like, make up your mind. Do you want this to actually be a fight? Right. Or do you want it to be hard sparring and, you know, no real winner? But if you're going to have judges score the fight and then you're going to have scorecards and the, I- and the president of the IBF come out and announce the results, I think then you should actually have real judges judge the fight. Right. So just to confirm, the judges were picked not by the IBF. They were, I think they were, I think they were picked. Yeah, they, they, they were, I, I'm not sure. I think they were picked by, um, they were picked by like, by, by Mike and his people, but the IBF showed them how to properly like score a fight. Okay. So like the IBF was involved in some regard, but, my real concern is the fact of you can't market it as an exhibition match like that, but then also have two guys who really want to fight in Mike Tyson and Roy. Like it was an exhibition match, but they also wanted there to be a winner crown. And I think to them, it's doing them a disservice to say, okay, we're going to have these judges who have never really called fights before, even though they were boxers call a fight not necessarily knowing the biases that each judge has and whatnot. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, I think that's that's an over that's a problem that that's like a macro problem with boxing and marsh mixed martial arts as a whole. Officiating like the judges has has always been a problem. Like there's always an inconsistency. So, yeah, I think they'll have to address that like every other fighting league. Not for sure. And like oh, also one 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 thing that really was um one thing that I that was actually surprising that that you know that Mike said right, which I was surprised about directly after the fight was they were standing on like the entranceway, and they said after the, like right after the fight happened, they said they they asked Mike, "Are you happy with the results?" Mike Tyson's response was, "Yeah, I'm okay that it was a draw." Roy Jones said, "I'm never okay with 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 with, with ending a fight in a draw." So if my after I discuss with my family, if they say they want me to do it again, I'll do it again. Now I thought I was gonna get opposite responses from those two people. I thought Mike would have been the one to say no, I wanted to win. You know what I mean? And Roy would have been the one to say, nah, I'm cool with the draw. So that was just really I think that was sort of a testament to like how Mike has changed a little bit over the years. Yeah, and I think also you know, it brings up the question again of the business side of this. Did they did they make it a draw on purpose so that they could have an have a rematch? Right. And you know, it's actually funny you say that because I was watching like Vlad TV. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No. Well, it's it's like a DJ. His name is Vlad. He interviews a lot of celebrities, like he talks to people about like Tupac and like he's had Mike Tyson on a few times before and stuff, but he was talking to this one comedian, Phase on Love, and the guy brought up the same thing and he, and, and the guy, well, the guy phase on love, the comedian was like, I think Tyson will lose the first fight. It's going to be staged and there's going to be a rematch, even though Tyson didn't lose, which a fight, which I think he clearly won there. It set it up for a rematch. It definitely does set up a story. It, it's, it's like a David and Goliath story, right? Because Mike Tyson's supposed to be this, big feared puncher and Roy Jones is supposed to be the greatest pound, one of the greatest pound for pound fighters of all time. And then they clash in the ring and the greatest pound for pound fighter didn't really do anything. And you know, like I I had, I thought it was interesting because towards the end of the fight, it seemed like Roy got his legs a little bit more and like Mike threw a combo of punches and Roy ducked him and started like boasting and smiling and playing with Mike a little bit. And, you know, adding showmanship to the fight. But I thought that that was kind of obnoxious on the part of Roy Jones simply because he did nothing the rest of the fight. So you duck one punch and then all of a sudden, like, the round becomes yours, right? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, you know, I, if you were to give this, this fight a viewership rating out of 10, what would you give it? That fight, I would give, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm a big fan of boxing and mixed martial arts, so I'm a hardcore yeah. critic. Like, I'm a critic of fights. Mm-hmm. I mean, quality, like, I mean, the quality for two 54-year-olds wasn't bad, but... And the entertainment value of watching that, that, you know, time spent, what do you give that out of 10? I would say, out of 10, I would give it, like, a solid 4 or 5. Okay, yeah, I think it's low too. I was gonna say like a three point seven. 
And I feel like a four and five is being generous. And the only reason I'm saying a four or a five is for the fact that I think one person made the fight more exciting than the other in terms of Mike Tyson by actually attacking and really going at it and trying to get him to hit back, right? So I think that that was, I think that's why I'm edging it closer to four. Yeah. And the fact that this event was pay-per-view, you know, thank goodness for illegal streams. Right. But if... <laughs> because that's how I watched it. I, I just, you know, that's how I watched it. So, like... You paid for it? No, I didn't pay for it. Yeah, I was going to say. No, if not I would have paid for that, I would have been pissed. If I paid for it and the fight was that bad, like, if I paid for any fight and it was that bad of a quality, I would want my money back. That's all we have. Thank you. We appreciate you and stay balling.